This altcoin is transforming the internet. Connecting the cloud giants, Google, Amazon, and Microsoft. This is only the beginning. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24-7 customer support, leverage trading, and a wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing a crypto project which is completely transforming the internet as we know it. Connecting to some of the biggest cloud computing giants on the planet Microsoft Azure, Amazon Web Services, Google Cloud. This is transforming the internet. And if you're looking for a project that will actually be generating revenue, mm. this is one to keep your eye on. For sure. So look, data on the blockchain and even off the blockchain is now, it's the new oil. Data is everything. So when it comes to projects that are basically changing the way that data flows across both the Web 2 and Web 3 interfaces, and as you said, connecting with the biggest data providers in the world, these I think are going to come into fruition in the new bull run in a way that maybe people aren't expecting. So while a lot of people are sleeping on this project, this is an episode you want to watch to the end because they're doing some revolutionary things. We know this project has been building for the past several years and we know the importance of what it is that they're doing because we see what's happening with Web3 gaming, the metaverse, and everything that's moving on to Web3. With that, you need really good latency speeds, right? If a business loses, if a business has any internet downtime, they lose something like $6,000 a minute, right? which is incredible. So you need a project like this. Mm. But when everything's moving to Web3 and we have the metaverse, which has to be in real time, you need those latency, latency speeds. So you can imagine the improvements and the adoption that you could possibly see as everything starts to move continuously online. For sure. So the name of the project we're talking about today is Syntropy. The ticker is N-O-I-A. And the three main issues that they're working to solve are inefficient routing, which is the way that data is passed around different providers, unreliable connectivity, the issue you just alluded to in terms of businesses going offline and hemorrhaging millions of dollars, even just a home, you know, unreliable yeah. connection sucks. And security vulnerabilities. And that might be the biggest of all because as we know, data breaches, data hacks, privacy issues are running rampant. And as we move forward and technology gets more advanced for hackers, I think this issue could be the biggest of all. So not only are they focusing on solving these three issues, but as we'll talk about later in the episode, they just revealed a very, very exciting roadmap, which kind of previews all of the catalysts they're going to have in 2024 and beyond. So this is a time to start looking at Centropy. How, like, how can we articulate this so the, the people watching or listening can visualize it? 
and you know it's decentralized on on-chain streaming oracle you have to imagine like centralized servers you know they have they might have one centralized server over in asia another one in you know europe somewhere and it will have just a direct path but when you have it decentralized what can happen is that <clears throat> this bandwidth can now fire off a lot quicker and it's there's multiple hands it's like multiple hands making light work and choosing the most appropriate and fastest stream that's available for the customer Right, so yeah, so Syntropy's on-chain streaming Oracle, right? So it's powered by their own completely proprietary tech stack. It offers seamless access to real-time and historical on-chain data. So people talk about Oracle's a lot like Chainlink and stuff like that. So that's kind of people would have the base knowledge. But what they're doing is they're kind of transforming the landscape because they're eliminating dependence on centralized data servers and they're delivering multi-chain data at speeds not previously seen before. So they're delivering it fast, historical, and real-time, and decentralized. So that's one of the huge selling points for Centropy. Yeah, so the, the aim is to connect all the inter- internet service provider networks into one single relay system, um, like a network for all networks, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I found a really good example because I wanted to see, you know, has anybody used it yet? Is anything actually occurring on-chain? And this company called Intain used them for the FIFA World Cup uh, during the 2022 uh, World Cup that yep. occurred. They said, so this Intain company, they sent 39% of all their traffic through the Centropy network. They end up saving over 30 years worth of communication time. Wow. Think about how much fucking money that is. It's like my entire lifetime. Bro, you're crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. So, you know, that's a, a beautiful case example. And then, you know, we're seeing what's happening right now with Web3. We're getting spot Bitcoin ETFs. We're getting money pointing from, you know, Hong Kong and Asia and all this stuff. The Web3 industry is now just starting. These guys have been building this infrastructure. They're, they, they've already tested it. It's working. Mm-hmm. So we're onto some good things here. For sure. And, you know, a lot of the times when people start to talk about crypto projects, it's a lot of, we're going to eventually do this. We're building this project that will eventually do that. You know, three years from now, we're going to launch this and mainnet. It's all, all right. But what we want to know is what you've done and have you worked with companies improving your technology, even if the mainnet isn't launched yet. So as you alluded to earlier in the episode, the Centropy Relay Network Already is connecting providers such as Google Cloud, Amazon Web Services, Oracle, Microsoft Azure, and they recently did a huge agreement partnership with Zenlayer, which is one of the fastest growing tech companies in America and won some they won some big award for, for tech companies in America. Amazon Web Services Partner of the Year. Right. Huge. Huge. So a lot of people might look like Zenlayer, what's that? But they won a- AWS Partner of the Year. Yeah. So the point there is that Centropy is already working with the big dogs and even though it obviously takes a long time to build out this decentralized data oracle that Centropy is building, but they're already connected. They're already providing and connecting the big dog. So when they actually bring this technology to fruition, which we'll get to in the roadmap, which we'll be discussing next, they already have the connections and they're already working with these big companies. So that's a huge tick. And think about, they're also doing something that there's not a lot of other companies out there that are doing this. So not only are they improving the latency, and ensuring security in the real-time data collection, but they're also tokenizing unused bandwidth. So the company, the internet service provider, the cloud provider that they're tapping into, if there's any unused bandwidth, they can also profit off of the unused bandwidth and bandwidth as well, which is huge. Yeah, I like that. Because there is so much unused bandwidth rolling around the internet, like, you know, an uncomprehensible amount. Yeah. So it's another way for Centropy to earn, for people to earn. And as you said, This is a project that's making revenue. It's not just like some vaporware project, right? Yeah. So again, one of the reasons why we decided this was good timing for this episode is because they just did a big reveal of their roadmap coming up. So everything in their roadmap is building towards 
the public being able to access this on-chain streaming data oracle. Recently, they announced something called Monza. Now, this was the first, basically the first step in their long-term roadmap. And so what this does, it kind of gives clarity to what's going on in the Citropy um, data layer mainnet and everything. So the first thing they're doing is they're going to be delivering um, an introduction of the token utility to the testnet. So the Syntropy team is going to be implementing their token alpha that will then allow the token economy in the data layer to basically be born. So it's testnet. And from there, they're going to be launching an MVP project to the testnet. And eventually, you know, when in tech, when you get your MVP out there, you get people starting to use your product, which is your MVP, your minimal viable product. Then you can figure out the bugs, figure out what works. And that is how projects are born. So what, what this is signaling now is it's go time for Syntropy. Really exciting. Yeah, essentially, this is the launch of the protocol. You know, <clears throat> like we mentioned, they've been building Web3 adoption is coming in. And here we are, we have the, da- the new data layer of the internet, like we said, which is transforming the internet mm-hmm. for all the reasons listed previously. It's finally happening. And it looks like it's going to be happening in Q1. That's when the public can actually start utilizing this. And then what really gets me excited, I think, is in Q2, where they have something known as Monaco, where they start to connect their native NOIA token into the Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah. And we know how hot the Cosmos ecosystem has been lately. For sure. That's been huge. There's been so much money flowing into that ecosystem lately. You look at Kuji and uh, Orion, Mm -hmm. you look at Injective. Like This ecosystem is hot right now. Yeah, I think we should talk about that briefly, just like the connection that Syntropy has to the Cosmos Atom ecosystem, I think it can't be overstated because when it comes to crypto, you want to be in the hot ecosystems. You want to be in the hot narrative. So not only does Syntropy in an important narrative, which is like the data Oracle narrative, but the Cosmos ecosystem, I think Cosmos has obviously been building for a long time, but now that you have Injective in there, you have Kava in there, you have all these different protocols. They just now, what is that thing is about like minting USDT coming into the Cosmos ecosystem? Through Kava. A lot, of, a lot of liquidity, yeah. yeah. So the fact that Syntropy is connected very hand in hand to the Cosmos ecosystem, I think when the Cosmos ecosystem starts exploding in the bull run, you're going to see Syntropy looped in with that box. And that's just another bullish momentum kind of giver to, to Syntropy and the Noya token. And that's why I'm really watching for Q2 because in the Q1 phase of Silverstone, although the data layer protocol becomes functional and open to all, it's the NOI token is not yet integrated into the data layer yet. Once again to Monaco in Q2, this is when the NOI token becomes fully integrated into the data layer, yep. giving the NOI token so much more utility and so much more value moving forward. And then in, in Q2, Monaco as well, they're doing the bridge between Ethereum and Cosmos. Yeah. So it's just, you know, the look, all the liquidity from each of these chains going across with Syntropy right in the middle there. And this, you know, as we said, right now, you know, end of 2023, early 2024, this is when Testnet is coming out. MVP is coming out. Not financial advice, but we like to get into projects before the big catalyst is in, which is in Centropy's case, Mainnet. So when Mainnet launches in Q2 for the Monaco stage, this is when people will finally realize how big what Centropy has been working on is. And all these big names we talked about earlier in the episode and the real big problems that Centropy is solving, people, the whole world will actually be able to see and use their solution. And I think that's where you're going to see potential mass adoption and eyes on Centropy. So, you know, it's, it's early stages still for a project that has been building for a while. A full-scale launch of the data layer in Q2. Think about it. It times up perfectly with the Bitcoin halving, mm. interest rate cuts, all these other macro environment catalysts with the Web3 adoption and everything that we've just alluded to. 
it's like the perfect moment in time for Centropy. The perfect storm, right? And we're yeah. talking about what's the fully diluted market you have of Centropy right now? 35 mil? Yeah, it's tiny. Still a small cap gem. Yeah. You know, we like our small cap gems, we right? Do, yeah, yeah. So look, I mean, look, I think it was a perfect time for us to, we've talked about Centropy in the past. Mm. We talked about it uh, earlier, I mean, maybe about a year ago when they did the partnership with Zenlayer, when yeah. it started to catch eyes. Uh, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but um, we're happy to have partnered with Centropy officially for this episode. So thanks to them. But look, this is this is a, a project that I personally I personally hold Centropy and I have for a long time. Um, I'm invested in it. I'm excited to see their roadmap come to fruition. The launch of the mainnet in Q2, I think, is going to really turn some heads. But hey, if we missed anything about the data, Oracle streaming, any part of Centropy, if you have any questions, let us know in the comments. Then tune to the next episode. Because that one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.